Welcome to the deep trenches of the bedroom, the spare room, the little room. The one in the corner that no one uses the stuff gets piled up in. It's been a while. How are you all doing? Welcome back to Arrest All The Mix. It's been uh, a intense but wonderful welcome to parenthood and that's where I've been off the grid a little bit so forgive me for the hiatus from the show but it is back because we're in the midst of a global pandemic and COVID-19 coronavirus whatever you want to call it. I'm going to keep it short and swift because this is not a traditional episode. I During a, a knackered baby feed and nappy change at 4am last night I had an epiphany sat there with my eyes closed bot lying out the baby's mouth on its chin because I was so tired. And yet my creative brain shouts at me that I should do an episode uh, dipping into the bedrooms, the spare rooms, the loft conversions, the cellars, the whatever it is you're working from. I want to hear from creative people, from creators of content, whether it be music, actors, illustrators, designers. I'm up for it. I just want to document this weird time in when we're all in kind of lockdown and we've been asked to stay in our houses and not go out and it's new for a lot of people uh, us freelancers might be used to working in the bedroom but even for us guys we always had the choice to go out you know after work lunchtime whenever we we felt like it whenever deadlines allowed but this is kind of unprecedented and I'm seeing a lot of panic of fear of financial uh, hits to people it's a scary time it's also a time for bringing about unexpected silver linings. So I wanted to just talk to people and, you know, rally around and, and connect people. There seems to be a lot of that going on, which is really cool at the moment. So well done to everybody who's doing that via Twitter, via Slack, via all the platforms, whatever it may be. I think people are finding ways to stay in touch, to talk. So that's what this series is all about. I think it's going to be funny. I think it's going to be sad. I think it's going to be insightful. I think it's going to be different. So it's pretty lo-fi. I'm going to apologise in advance for the quality of all the conversations because they're all going to be done over Skype. There's going to be crying babies. There's going to be two-year-olds running around. There's going to be cats, dogs, angry partners, you name it. Um, it's going on because that's what this is. So I'm not going to shy away from that. And as, you, as anybody who listens to this show regular knows, it's pretty pirate i'm not a broadcaster never pretended to be i'm just an illustrator a, a creator who, who likes to talk to people and, and and learn about creativity and their experiences and uh, just share that with the world because i'm a big fan of creativity and the arts and everything that does for people so that's all i'm going to say first one is going to be with former two-time guest kyla paolucci who is a graphic designer and illustrator and current digital content manager i think that's the right title at hbo home box office in new york so we're going to get an insight into what's going on in new york where kyla's at in her flat with her cat santino so for anyone who enjoyed those previous episodes um kyla i believe is going to be the first three-time guest on the show but there's no better place to start kyla's brilliant she's hilarious she's talented she's creative she's all the great things um so let's kick it off. Let's get into that. This show is very kindly supported by Illustration X, uh, formerly Illustration Web, who supported the show since day dot, continuing to do so through this tough time. So thank you to those guys and the Association of Illustrators. So go and check them out, theaoi.com, illustrationx.com. That's enough of the business. Let's get on with it. The COVID-19 creative cabin cast. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what goes through my head sometimes. Enjoy the show. Get us your feedback. At arrest on the mix on social, nice one. Cheers, guys. If you come out on cooking, is that yeah, you? I'm going fucking nuts here. This is my um, <laughs> my paleo shepherd's pie. Um, <laughs> and 
this my kitchen area has become um, just my workstation now. Brilliant. Are you still in the same flat when we came over? Um, I'm in Williamsburg. I don't know if you saw that one. No, I don't think I did. This is heavy. It's nice. <laughs> Very dense. I'm really good. I'm gonna survive this. I'm excited. This I had, when I messaged you last night. That's when I, that's when I had the idea. Like half asleep during a feed, and I thought I should do this. I should just document people going mad in their houses. Oh yeah, um, because I have um, plenty of material. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you think you sprang to mind? <laughs> How are you doing? I know. <laughs> like, are you guys quarantined? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how strict it is, but it's now you know legally enforced, like fines of up to a thousand pounds if you're not out for a good. Oh, reason. they're not doing that here. Pardon? That's crazy. They're yeah. not doing that here at all. Oh really? Mm. What's the deal there then? Is it just kind of strongly advised? Strongly advised, shelter in place. There's been no martial law declaring people shouldn't go outside. Um, people are everywhere in new york like especially in the parks we have like a really intense like density problem right now oh really um yeah when it's a nice day everyone's outside Shit, which yeah. like everyone's been kicking and, off here for that reason because it was on the news everybody was treating it like a public holiday and going to the beach and you know whales yeah um but now i guess like new york has like five times the amount of cases now Shit had before it's on like i don't know we've had like definitely over 100 deaths maybe in the 200s now yeah so it's getting pretty crazy they're like deploying um uh hospital they're turning a bunch of locations into fema hospitals oh really yeah Shit, that's so, like, yeah I, I saw that in, in italy on the news I know, it's pretty nuts. I'm just honestly trying to stay positive. Like, the more I read the news, the more I get bummed out. So, um, as I am reading the news, but I also, like, you know, don't want to constantly, like, be depressed. Yeah, and it does that to you. It's like, it's, it's same as you, it's like, it's good to stay abreast of the key information. But if you sit there watching every bulletin, it really does drill you down. Yeah, like I'm. I cannot watch any address by by Trump. Who can? I can't, I can't watch them. They're just like they're too they're too fucking cringeworthy. Like they're so bad. And I'll like I read the transcripts after just to get the news, but I refuse to like even watch him on TV. He's painful to watch always. Oh my god, it is like wild. Our governor of New York stepped up, so that was good. He was I think initially he was just like, Oh, we don't have to worry that much, like it'll be okay, but I think everybody was that way. Mm. After, like even I was. I was like, It's fine, it's not serious because that's what I was being told. And then, you know, my flight to Europe was cancelled and then I guess and then we started working from home and everything happened so quickly within a week where I was like Okay, I'm freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's unprecedented. So everybody, you kind of think, okay, it's something that will get sorted. I'll be careful. But, yeah. And then you hear the death tolls and you think, okay, shit, that's quite bad. Yeah. 
I was literally still going to go to Belgium, even with like Spain being on lockdown. I was just like, how bad could it be? And then, of course, <laughs> my mom messaged me. She's like, you'll be very irresponsible if you get on that boat. I was like, <laughs> I believe you now. I believe you. Yeah. You're going to have to make a decision anyway. We were the other way around. It's kind of, I mean, we kind of just watched it all for a while. And then, and then you speak to my parents and they're going, Oh, you know, life goes on. You know, these things happen. We're still going to go down to the cafe in town, and I'm going. What are you talking about? You you need to be responsible, and <laughs> just you know. I yelled, bit... I yelled at my dad like still doesn't really get it. Like apparently, my mom yelled at him. Like we were FaceTiming with a family friend who's like, and I guess like he came by the house to drop something off for my dad, and my mom was like on her way out to church. And um, because they started doing, the priest will give the service on the steps of the church, and he tells everyone to stay in their car and tune in on the radio. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So anyway, my mom was going to do that. So our family friend comes by, and my mom refuses to open the door (laughs) until he gets out of the way. Because, you know, she's working at a health clinic, and she can, she who knows you know like she works with so many people throughout the course of the day mm. that if she's carrying it and like wasn't showing symptoms she could give it to somebody yeah. and they're making i feel like she's getting made fun of for it and i'm like you know whatever because you're doing what you're supposed to do well that's the way and to i do think it. yeah she wants dad go to lowe's to buy lumber yeah because you really need to like go buy some lumber for whatever you want it to build in the house <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing there, there is a social stigma still you know people kind of it's like being at school and doing something that you're supposed to be doing but everyone thinks you're a dick for it <laughs> i know exactly and um i you know this was this is only a week after probably a week or maybe two weeks after they called me up and it was a week that i was already in quarantine from work because we're working at home until further notice yeah um, and, and they called my parents because I decided that I would walk to Manhattan to pick up my prescription. Oh. Which, like, don't know if it was the smartest thing, but I did get a lot of steps in. Yeah. <laughs> and my parents were like, oh, we're going to go to the, the hot club and have a drink. And I was like, no, you're fucking not. You're absolutely not going to do that. Uh-huh. That is literally where the virus spreads. I was like, bars are shutting down in New York. You guys can't go to a bar. My dad's like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, daddy. He's just like, all right, you have a point. You have a point. I was like, go drive to the beach and go walk on the beach yeah. six feet apart. Yeah, that's it. We've been down the woods. We went down the woods today with like the babies in slings and Walter <laughs> and just sat on some trees, you know, and wandered around and there was no one there. I felt like I found a really cool, quiet, quite dense wood near where we are. I actually went and worked there yesterday. I was um, doing some writing. So I just went and sat in the middle of the woods with a flask of coffee. And I thought I wouldn't have done this had this not happened. So there are positives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I'm getting used to the whole like work from home situation. So that's been crazy. My cat is really benefiting from the situation. He's, <laughs> as happy as can be i walked into my bedroom just like i tried to take a photo so i could send it to you but i walked into my bedroom and he was just like sprawled out on his back and he just like looked at me (laughs) how is is santino he's right here he's always like next to me because he like really likes me now (laughs) like he 
can't be he can't be away. Brilliant. So, well, I've got yeah. so, so I, 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 it's so funny that this just popped in my head during a, a nappy change in a feed uh, on the graveyard shift, but that's just how our brains work. But I just thought, yeah, I, I thought I just wanted to do these quite quick, punchy. How are you coping? How are you doing? What's the situation? Kind of just a way, another way of I guess connecting all these suddenly isolated people you know who are going to be struggling in various ways and going a little bit mad so that's the thinking yeah so so just for i mean what so what was i basically i thought it would what would be a cool starting point is to kind of look at what was your situation where are you now what's going on now and what will you change coming out of the other side of this having been put in this situation oh okay so um the situation I was in before is I was working um, full time in the office Monday through Friday, leaving my house at nine o'clock if I could wake up <laughs> on time, but usually getting out of my house by nine o'clock, um, finishing and the work day at six o'clock. Just tell us about um, your job just for people who don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm a um, in-house senior designer at HBO where I handle digital marketing campaigns um, that covers all of our uh, show programming and other brand initiatives. So, um, yeah, all of us basically work in the office. I hardly ever work from home. Um, even when I do my own freelance work, I'm usually doing it in the evenings or when I have some downtime. Um, so now since, um, the COVID outbreak, they ordered our whole entire building to work from home until further notice. Mm -hmm. so I think um, it was nice because my creative director was kind of on top of it and told us all that, you know, we should probably consider to start working from home if we were sick. And then the um, corporation Warner media who owns HBO now um, sent out a statement later in the week, I think on Thursday or Friday, like making it a mandate to um, work from home. So that's where I've been for three weeks now. And I don't hate it. I've been super creative because I just like haven't been going outside. And I've been really trying to like stick to the self-isolation other than going for groceries. I think like my first day out of work, I went to the office in the morning just to get my computer and all of my things. Decided to go to the grocery store afterwards to Whole Foods, which was like a big mistake. <laughs> there were millions of people. Um, so I, you know, started to be a little bit more resourceful and talk to people. So I'm ordering my groceries from uh, local butcher shops and grocers and trying to support local businesses. So I'm just being like more aware of the services that, you know, have always existed mm. that I've never taken advantage of. Yeah. Um, I'm waking up I don't earlier than I did before, just so I could like get a workout in or maybe go for a walk around the neighborhood before too many people come outside. Um, I'm giving myself a hard lunch break and sticking to my hours. I'm doing virtual meetings with coworkers just to see their faces and stay connected. Um, I'm also still doing like virtual coffee breaks hmm. with the, the people I hang out with the most in the office. And then I'm like FaceTiming my parents, talking to my friends and friends I haven't spoken to in a really long time. And I like can't stop making social media content. <laughs> I'm cooking so much because I have so many potatoes. Like I've never had so many potatoes in my house <laughs> ever in my life. 
in my life. So I have so many potato recipes and I've just been like churning them out on Instagram stories. I love and that. it's like, it's been a really fun, like uh, creative output, honestly, um, because I'm not drawing, I'm not doing, I'm not really exercising my creativity in the ways that I like should mm. or like usually do. I'm definitely, I have more ideas at work and I'm on top of that. And so like, I don't know where all this energy came from, probably being cooped up. And I feel almost manic. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's it's really, I mean, I've got, I suppose, more experience than most, having been freelance for so long and, and, you know, for the first few years not being able to afford any workspace. So it was the corner of the bedroom. But even then I could go out when I wanted, you know, I, there were no restrictions really beyond the fact that I had to work from my house. But this is a whole new level. I mean, around the clock, it's you know, it's going to be really interesting to hear what that does to people, and it's good to hear that actually there are some positives coming from that. There's going to be trade offs, and there's probably going to be low points. I think for everyone, have yeah. you found have you found that so far? Have you found are there any particular times of day where you get any lows or anything like that? I find early evening quite troubling when it starts to get dark. Yeah, that's a little bit tough for me. Um, sometimes I had. Times during like the mid afternoons, like around 2 p.m., 3 p.m., hmm. where I start to drift off a little bit. Or, you know, there are some days where I'm like, oh my God, this has been the longest day. Like, how am I going to survive this? But it's really only for a moment. And then, like, I'll usually, I have to keep giving myself things to do. So, usually when I feel like that, um, I cook something again. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, what can I cook now to like get my mind off of, you know, solitude? Um, but I, there were days where I was super tired initially. Like, I don't know, like I was just exhausted maybe because I was just really like overproducing things mm -hmm. and just being, I think I was like almost overcompensating the first week when I was working from home. Like, I hardly left my computer. I wasn't, you know, sticking to my rules or routines that I want to set out for myself. And I got really tired. So I learned to like kind of stop doing that hmm. in my other routines. Um, I think routine and structure is really important, as is physical exercise, because the lethargy is a real killer I've found in the past. So that what you said about getting up early and getting out, that's crucial if if you especially if you're not used to working from home and you don't know those little escapes you can be quite thrown by the lethargy without knowing why you're feeling like that at least i've yeah. got the experience to understand that it is lethargy and i know how to tackle it even though it's not easy to do so yeah i think i was going out for walks too and sometimes it's even to a point where i will like put a reminder on my calendar on my work calendar mm. my cat's right behind me <laughs> i think there's, i think there's going to be an interesting pet thread throughout these conversations <laughs> uh, my cat sometimes yells at the computer screen when i'm on video calls with people so he might be doing that um so yeah i go on walks or i play with my cat for 10 minutes i put um a, you know, a block on my calendar to allow myself to do that. Like even talking with you right now, blocked on my calendar so I can just like have time for myself mm. and answering emails or, you know, nobody can like book that time that I set for myself because we are doing so many more meetings now and video calls. Um, yeah, I guess like, you know, I'm supposed to be training for a half marathon 
which is probably going to get canceled. So I'm going to still try to stick to that. Yeah. So I can exercise. Um, I'm doing that in the mornings because, you know, of the density problem and having so many people around. I can't use my day to like run in the middle of the day because I have the luxury of doing that now. I'm mm. still work hours and I can't cut into them. Yeah. So I'm and, trying to um, and I, I feel healthier. It's are, weird. You, are you okay financially? It sounds like you're still working. And uh... I spoke about this to um, my mother recently, and I'm super lucky to be in the position that I am right now. You know, everybody I think has um, certain dissatis- dissatisfactions with their jobs or where they want to be, and I definitely was going through that, especially after HBO got acquired. By, um, or like our time, whatever we are now, Warner Media became like a bigger conglomerate. So I wasn't sure like what I really wanted for myself. But now that this happened, I'm incredibly grateful to have what I have because, mm-hmm. you know, I have job security. Um, I can start using my resources to hire freelance artists and support freelance artists during this time. We actually um, are creating some more digital initiatives since all of our live events for our shows are, you know, consequently getting canceled. Yeah. So I'm looking for ways where we can hire talent to outsource work and create like more digitally connected, um, social pieces. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm fine. Finances are good. I'm, you know, kind of like, because I'm so grateful, I'm trying to donate to places that could use my money. Um, as I said earlier, I'm ordering ordering from local services that tend to be a little bit more expensive, but in my opinion, it's so much more worth it mm-hmm. because, you know, they're treating their delivery people well. They're trying to have, like, you know, good hours for their staff. And those are businesses that you don't want to see go, like, you know, fail because yeah, of this 100% there's a place in Manchester that I love called Home and it's a big um, it's a charity but it's a big theatre cinema arts complex they've got bars restaurants within it it's a place where you can just go and spend a brilliant evening drink wine see good theatre cinema really affordable but really cutting edge cool stuff and they support a lot of local you know arts initiatives young people so you know I really want to throw a you know whatever whatever I can afford I want to chuck a bit in the pot and really get behind that and all the takeaways from some local restaurants that we go to and really try and like you say pull everyone together to make sure that the damage isn't too catastrophic yep yeah I think that's important um so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty lucky right now. So mm. I get to hang out and hopefully, you know, knock on wood, HBO doesn't suffer too much because of this, or our shows don't suffer too much. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it's also a good time to learn new things. I think so. I think it was um, Anthony. Oh, I've forgotten his surname. That's really bad. Um, anyway, the guy who. Anthony Byrne, I think his name is, he's the guy who writes and directs Peaky Blinders. Um, and I did a mural for a video shoot for one of the soundtrack tracks from Jenny Beth recently. So I'd met Anthony um, and he basically posted saying we've had to cancel you know the filming that's been prepared for like six months with the set builds and everything and he was a bit gutted but he also said let's also use this time to read that book that you've been staring at for three months to write that script you've always thought that you might have in you you know just kind of grab whatever it is that you never had the time to do and do it and give it a go and I think that's quite inspiring 
Exactly. I mean, I signed up for Spanish classes a while ago. Yeah. But sorry, I have my first Spanish class today. Oh, yeah? Six o'clock. It's, it's an online course. I think the instructor is based in Canada. Um, but I'm excited for that. I also... And one night when my brain was like going crazy about all the things I could possibly do, I started sending my design team like different workshops people can sign up for. And then I found one that was how to animate type. Yeah. Or do kinetic typography. Um, um, and, you know, I was like, "Ooh, I'm just going to sign up for this right now. And I paid the money. <laughs> I haven't done the course yet, but yeah. it's waiting for me and I'm going to do it. Um, but you know, just a good way to like find some new typefaces, learn a new skill. I sent it to the motion designers on my team too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody is following up with it, but like I am because I'm a psycho. (laughs) 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 As much as humanly possible. I have a coworker who jokes to me that like, I want to do everything. Yeah. Thing from like lettering to motion to you know, God knows what, and it's like I do. I'm, I enjoy, the, I'm, I'm the I same. Enjoy trying everything. I'm the same. I've got a kind of creatively hungry brain. I, I struggle to be satisfied, and always want to try the next thing. Hence, all the fiction writing at the moment. I just, you know, I just jump from one thing to the next. I think it's something I have to do. Yeah, you kind of see like what fits. Like you know, I did that embroidery stuff for a while. Very time consuming. Didn't really stick with it too much. But you know, I know that it's a skill that I have and that I can pick up when like the right context comes mm-hmm. uh, i'm very into ipad drawing lately yeah i love my uh, like got really into procreate but you know trying to create things that people wouldn't typically create on procreate yeah i, I don't like follow those trends too hard um but that's been fun um and yeah i'm mostly working on a lot of motion title like a lot of title animations and title designs for animation cool um that's basically been the hbo work lately and i've been cooking (laughs) (laughs) loving the obsessive cooking (laughs) i spent hours creating instagram stories for my how-tos and let me tell you the sweet potato gnocchi was a viral hit I still had people like messaging me, DMing me, showing me their gnocchi. And I was like, wow, this is going really far. Brilliant. <laughs> I showed my dad because he's the one I got the recipe from. And he got so inspired that he made my mother film him making strawberry shortcake. <laughs> and then my mom sent me like 10, I don't know, 10 to 12 two minute long videos and said, hey, can you edit these for me, please? <laughs> That's amazing. So, uh, I think there's going to be a, a Fred Pellucci cooking show Fun coming tough. up this week when I get the time to uh, edit all the footage. <laughs> well, I'm going to follow that one. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. Shots <laughs> uh, while he's baking. Brilliant. And like, like this, and this, so this, I've got his last question. That I'm going to ask everyone, and um, and it's about haircuts. I'm looking at you now and you don't look like you're in any kind of crisis, but it was Rebecca Hendon, who I'm going to interview as part of this series, who's a illustrator slash cartoonist, political cartoonist here. And she she had this viral tweet and she basically said, allow yourself one small lull, um, thinking about all the extreme haircuts people are going to emerge from quarantine with. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to ask each person on this, like, how far off, you know, butchering your hair are you? (laughs) 
You know, for the first time in my life, because I butchered my hair for like the past 10 years, <laughs> or 10 years um, this is like something that I'm actually growing out of. So I hope it doesn't make me crazy and I don't do it because like this is the longest my hair has ever been. So I think it's the opposite where like people are going to see me and I'm just going uh, to look like a fucking Yeti by the end of this, you know, like. I'm going to have, I'm gonna, it's going to be like a cousin it situation. <laughs> I feel sane for once in my life. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But I've definitely butchered my hair enough for everybody in my time. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything. So, yeah, like I said, I'm going to keep these relatively concise. But, yeah, it sounds like you're doing all right so far, which I'm glad to hear. Yeah, I am fine. I'll show you my cat really quick. Ah, <laughs> oh, there he is. He's a big boy. He was laying down. I got keep him there. Let me get a little uh, screen grab, and then I can share it with this episode. <laughs> Brilliant, got you. <laughs> oh. So funny. Cheers for listening. Stay safe. Stay sane. Give me a shout if you've got a nice, horrible little bedroom that you're working out of, and. Maybe we can have a chat. Who knows how long the sink keeps going for. Maybe I'll go mad before any of you lot. Cheers, guys. Oh, and a thank you for Dirty Freud for the new jingle music. Hope you like it. It's a track called Blush. Check him out. Dirty Freud on all the social media. Fantastic electronic musician and producer. Cheers, guys. Yeah.